This is AI Podcast, not artificial intelligence, agency intelligence. Our team's going to be 10 times stronger than all the other teams. A platform for agents. When people think of niche marketing, they're thinking so small scale. In real life agencies, sharing their thoughts. All you need to do is get in front of more people. To transform an industry. Better coverages, uh, better pricing, just better everything. Real. The difference between givers, takers, and matchers. Agents. I guess I took a slightly different path coming to the agency. I know a lot of agencies. You can partner your clients with those companies that are looking for that specific target market. This is AI Podcast. Are you ready? I am. Let's go. Well, hello, all you loyal listeners out there. Sometimes I say, all right, all right, all right, and that is the way that I feel today. Welcome to Agency Intelligence, where I give you real agents inside real agencies, giving you the real agency intelligence and not the artificial that they try to make you believe out there. This is Cass. I'm glad to be back with you. Um, I am joined today by Beth DeLaForest. Am I saying that right? De La Forest, but you know, I am De La Forest to what I love it. I mean, it's <laughs> got like when your last name has like multiple capital letters, <laughs> like that's pretty cool, you know. Um, so I, I really, really like that. And I'm looking forward to getting on uh, with this with you. But before we do, I want to ask you some of our famous questions. You ready? I'm ready. Are you an iPhone or are you a droid user? No, oh, I'm a droid user. Are you going to make fun of me? Nope, because I'm a droid user too. So. Okay. I think you're one of the few, I would say under 20% that are on here. Seems ah. like more of the development type people, the more creative type people. Well, I don't want to say creative because Apple users are very creative because they have some pretty creative, cool tools. I will tell, say that, that Apple's mm -hmm. got some pretty cool stuff there. Um, but yeah, nope. I'm a, what's the last app you downloaded, Beth? Oh, gee. oh, the Passport app, which is for parking. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's for in in our town. In you your can, town. Yeah. So rather than going to the meter, you know, you just do it on your phone. Bam, bam. Yeah. I mean, what can we not do on apps anymore? I mean, you name it. I mean, we can do it, right? It's true. I mean, it's really, it's really, really wild. I was watching this guy who like has one of those 3D printing machines and he comes up with these designs inside his app and then he just sends it to the 3D printing machine and it makes it, you know, I mean, it's nothing more than his cell phone and that th just blows my mind, blows crazy. my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're not as crazy as us as independent insurance agents because we live in the best industry God ever created. Do you love to win or do you hate to lose? Mm, I love to win. You love to win? Any mm -hmm. reason why? Um, uh, because I think when you lose, you, you learn. So I think there's so much to be, so I don't think you actually lose. So, mm -hmm. but I love the thrill of winning. Right. Cause it's, it's what we go through all that learning for, right? Right. I, I'm with you. I've been talking about this loyal listeners. No, I'm, I'm on the same side. It's taken me 500 times of asking that question, Beth, for oh, me to get it in my is, head. Yeah. Rejection is hard and losing is hard, but you think we can reframe that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I agree with you emphatically. Two things we believe here at AI got you to where you are, and we just want to know what was a major factor over the other, skill or luck in your life? Hmm. Gosh. Skill or luck? Well, can I add a third? Well, come on. Yeah, people have yeah. done that. 
Okay, so I'd say grit. Um, grit. I just I ha I don't I do not stop, and I, my bounce back factor is strong, and so I can't say I'm the most skilled out there for sure. I certainly have had uh, a lot. I can't say as though I've been overly lucky. <laughs> okay. Okay. So grit. Yeah, I'd say grit. I'm pretty gritty. And then you said something and it already skipped my brain. You said, oh gosh, Jason, come on. You just said it. And I Oh, is it bounce back factor? Bounce it, back yeah. factor. What does that mean? I just, I don't stay down long. Uh, so I have, I don't stay in a bad frame of mind, I guess I'd say. And I don't let, um, circumstances that I don't necessarily like affect me moving forward. So like, there's no rearview mirror, right? I just keep going forward. Okay. We're going to talk about that. And as you know, loyal listeners, if you hear that, I'm, I'm making notes because so, my brain doesn't really remember it goes so fast. Beth, <laughs> I want to come back to that because I believe I have a strong bounce back factor. That's something we've never talked about here on the podcast before. So let's break that down a little bit more for them. But before we do, let <laughs> them relate to who you are. Take okay. us back, diapers, high school, whatever you want to start and bring us forward to how Beth got to where she is running five miles a day and leading a great organization. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I grew up on a dirt road on a hobby horse farm in Wisconsin mm -hmm. and graduated. I had no idea what I wanted to do, um, but I'm fiercely independent. So, of course, I moved out on my own when I was 18 because I have to do everything by myself. And, um, and I needed a way to support myself. So when I was 20, I found myself, I fell into a... Uh, role. I was finishing um, community college or yeah, yeah, I was. And so then I was 20. So finishing community college and didn't really know. I thought I wanted to go into nursing and no offense to any nurses out there, but I'm so glad that I went into insurance. But my um, I just took a job as a receptionist when I was 20 in an insurance agency. Uh. Um, yeah. At the Big Red Farm. And I was at the Big Red Farm for um, 10 years, just shy, just like two months shy of 10 years. Um, learned a lot there, cut my teeth. I was there from 20 to 30. And finally realized I had a friend that, that was an independent agent, and um, he just kept oh, for years saying, what are you doing? You need to be on the independent side. And, mm -hmm. you know, I had drank a lot of Kool-Aid at the farm. So you kind of think that it's, you know, the best thing there is. And right. I don't know. I just had a sequence of events that really made me realize it is time for me to spread my own wings. And so I, at 30, um, so that was in 2010, so I guess you could do the math and figure out how old I am. But um, I decided to fly the coop and um, spread my wings. And I started as an agent scratch in 2010 through an independent insurance agency. And um, super thankful for that. I really took a deep dive into commercial insurance then, so spent three and a half years there, really, really immersed in commercial. You already kind of knew the personal lines gig through the farm. Mm -hmm. and, then, um, and then I was there for three and a half years, and I am super passionate about um, creating freedom and flexibility in the workplace and kind of the new wave of what you're seeing insurance look like. And then I also 
you know, you know, we are many of us probably listen to Grant Batma, but one of the things that he talks about is culture with within the agency. And I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of traditional agency have just have big cultural problems. And like you said, mm-hmm. we do what we are in the most amazing industry. And so I think I just had a real strong vision of um, what I wanted to see an agency actually look like. And so I um, had negotiated a buyout for my book of business. And then I took that in 2014 and started Aspire Insurance Group. Wow. Okay. So I love and, uh, it. Yeah. So so I started my agency in 2010. So on a similar kind of, because yeah. you kind of, that's when you got into the independent side, right? Right. Um, but uh, so you love it and realize now how much of the Kool-Aid you drink. Yeah. Yeah. And we have a lot of captives that listen to this. Right. Mm-hmm. And and they listen to it because they kind of know that, too. And they're, mm-hmm. they're starting to get that itch factor, you know. So um, so what do you do? What does your agency look like today? Is it you? How much staff? What do you guys write? What do you do? OK, so we are we are structured. <laughs> okay. So we are we're weird. I, we really are. And, and I on, actually good. love that about us. I wouldn't change a thing. Um, so we have I, I actually acquired an agency last year. So I do have a physical location up north in Minnesota, in Gilbert, Minnesota, small town USA. Um, we do have a small office in Hudson, Wisconsin, where I live. There's there's two of us in there now. And then the rest of us are remote. We're a team total of nine, mm-hmm. um, soon to be 11. I will be bringing two people on in next week, actually. Um, we write, um, we're actually 55% commercial insurance. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so a little little different there, about 40% personal lines, and then the rest is um, just some life, health, Medicare. We do a little we do a little bit in that arena. How did you get this agency? How did you run into this agency, Beth? Oh, it's the funniest story. Come on. I, oh, gosh, I just looked back at it, and I just laugh. It was a total God wink. Um, so this would be where the if, – if I've had luck, this would be where the luck comes in. Okay. Um, but it – okay, so – I was in Boston and I was going through the Goldman Sachs 10,000 small businesses program. Okay. And I, and I got this weird phone call from this guy named John and he said, the voicemail said, hey, you know, you, your agency has the name of my agency. And so I, I want to talk to you. And so I actually thought, we were going to get into something probably legal. Like a lawsuit or something. Yeah. yeah. So I remember I'm like, I needed to be super focused in this program, but I got this voicemail on a break and I thought, you know what? You actually need to call this person back right away because you need to get this out of your head. Otherwise, I would have been sitting and milling Mm -hmm. on it. So I called him back and he wanted to sit down for coffee. So when I got back, we sat down for coffee and he just dug and dug and dug. And it comes to find out that he had actually received so thank you dell computers because he received some of my mail because his insurance agency name was aspire insurance agency and i'm aspire insurance group wow he's in minnesota i'm in wisconsin so but we actually only live maybe half an hour apart so he got my mail from dell (laughs) and he was working on his perpetuation planning And so after we compared notes, Holy he, cow. I know he had built from scratch. Um, 
And so we kind of, we spent about eight months really just slowly getting to know each other, talking, talking about our core values, our vision for the future, meeting each other's teams, that type of thing. This guy sounds like a great guy. He really cared about his agency to Very really much. spend this much time with mm-hmm. someone. Wow. And yeah. then to have the fo- foresight to say, hey, can I even keep the same name? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, this guy embodies what independent agents are. This is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, a neat thing with him, and this was something that we really feel, he's, he's still a obviously a very close friend of mine, but here's what's interesting is um, I've been on at this point, I've been in every seat in an agency, you know, Mm -hmm. every I've sat in and worked in, which I love because it helps Mm -hmm. me relate really well to my team. But Mm -hmm. he actually came from the corporate side. He was um, back when travelers was St. Paul companies. Mm -hmm. He was an executive there and was on the underwriting, actuary, management Mm -hmm. side. And so between the two of us, we have just a really broad viewpoint. Um, So it was, it's been, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's fun. How old was he? How old was he when all this transpired and he called you? Yeah, so he would have been 64 then. He's 65 okay, now. Okay, okay, all right. So. Just trying to give some relevance to that. What mm-hmm. a, that is a great story. That is one <laughs> of the most unique stories. Yeah. I mean, all because your name was the same, Yeah. right? It, it makes, it, 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 loyal listeners, if you're out there, you might want to study and see if other agencies have the same name as you and then call them, especially if you're wanting to sell, but especially if you're wanting to buy. Call him and say, hey, are you wanting to sell your agency? We have the same name. Well, this guy, I, I like him. I think that he thought differently. And as you said, he's kind of got a different perspective on, mm-hmm. on a lot of things. So yeah. so that is, that is really cool. So so you're mainly commercial, though. Like, what would you say? Do you guys have any niches? What would you be, say your average account is? Oh, gosh. Probably average accounts around 25000 In premium? That- that yeah yeah in premium that would probably be a sweet so we have ones you know we have you know some that are in six figures we have some that are a lot smaller than that but if we're meeting in the middle probably around 25 25 okay. to 30 maybe yeah. um cool. i actually have really intentionally kept us a generalist i know that that is like a potty word probably in the <laughs> right because everybody says oh you should niche and i actually do have a niche in personal lines but um but uh, in commercial, here's what I have seen. I've seen close friends of mine that niched in condos tank their business. I've seen friends of mine that niched in school buses tank their business. I've recently seen some um, a couple friends that niched in hospitality tank their business. Mm, and so even one. right, but that here's the thing: is even I mean clearly if you're if you're captive, that's scary. But even even in the independent world, right? So, I mean, they all kind of follow each other. There's not typically, you don't find there's one that's all of a sudden running into a market that the rest aren't. It's herd mentality. I mean, they're all kind of, they do similar things. There might be one that leads a little bit more than others. But, I mean, we, it's a blessing to have markets and stuff. But, I mean, industry trends tend to run together. So Mm -hmm. if you're going to have a snag in one industry, like one sector of business, it's going to be felt throughout all of the companies. So. No, I do like that. That's, that's totally legitimate. And here's the other thing that Beth is that the positive about being a generalist is that if everybody's saying be a niche, 
Right? There's a lot of people, uh, Jim Rohn said, find out what 95% of the people are doing and do the exact opposite and Mm -hmm. you'll be successful. So really, at the point in time, if everybody goes niche, there's someone's got to be a generalist around here. Right? So I think it feeds the need. That's what we do as independent agencies. Yeah. Yeah. So So let's talk about this bounce back effect. Okay? Mm -hmm. Um, Bounce back factor. That's yeah. a big ding. It's different. The factor is different than the effect. So <laughs> the effect comes from something else. The factor could be the reason why the effect happens. Now, here's what I say about this. It's a, uh, it's a positive and it's a curse, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This is what I have found with me. I have the most unbelievable short-term memory God ever created, and it drives people nuts that are around me. Not so much anymore because I hire people with the intention of them knowing that, and that's one of their roles is to help me with that. Where it really helps me is, is I can lose an account or I can lose a proposal that I knew I was going to get. And I will be more mad than you could ever say whenever I'm heading back to the car, but I'm looking at what I did to learn. And then I'm able to look in the mirror, I think, real fast and go, Cass, you know you did this and this when you shouldn't have. Or this, even if it wasn't my fault. I have this amazing ability to wake up the next day and people will be like, hey man, sorry about that yesterday. And I'm like, what happened? What Was something going on when I was in here at the office? They're like, no, dude, you didn't get that account. And I'm like... Oh man, yeah, that, don't, yeah, that's cool. They're like, dude, yesterday they thought that you were going to commit suicide. I'm just joking. <laughs> I shouldn't say that as a joke. They thought that you were going to jump off a. Br- well, that would be too. Um, but that, you know, they they really did. So, do you find that to be something that you have as well? It's like it's a blessing and a curse. That's what I was thinking of earlier. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you. Maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. I do the exact same thing. I, I just don't... If if I get mad, well, first I have a super long fuse, so it's rare that I really lose it. Yeah. But the other thing is, if I do, I'm seriously over it in like five minutes. I don't. It, oh, it just it's done. Amazing. It's over, and it's because it just takes a lot of emotional energy to hold on to that kind of stuff. And I just don't mm-hmm. have room for for it, mm-hmm. and um, so yeah. Yeah, um, I just like getting legit with myself. Mm-hmm. Right. We always want to blame the other person. We want to blame the other party or this carrier didn't do this. Or if I would already got that at the end of the day, you can't brag about how awesome you are when you win and try to deny it when you lose. Yes. Right. So I think you you have to take both of those. And that's one of those things that I just get real. And so when I say getting mad, that's what I mean. It like I need to to be real with myself. And sometimes I want to fight myself and be like, no, you did fine when I really know that I kind of skipped out on a couple of things. Mm-hmm. How else does that affect you? You know what I mean? That is a, it's, um, it's also tough when I lead my organization because some things that I may be emotionally uh, 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 charged about today, 
I don't go on to the next thing. Like I'm not a shiny object person, but I, I kind of lose the emotion because my brain moves on to bigger problems. Do you, do you find that mm -hmm. as a being an owner? Yeah. I, I think that, yeah, I, I could see how it, it can, it can likely create a disconnect at times. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think I probably move past a point of like, I process things real quick and I just move on. Whereas, and I communicate well with my team, but I would say likely most of them, um, probably need a little bit more time processing. You know, I'm a bit more of a heads up communicator and mm -hmm. I'll process quick, typically verbally and then move mm -hmm. on. Whereas they're a little bit more nose to the grindstone heads down communicator, which they probably need a little bit more time mm -hmm. processing different things. Mm -hmm. So I just have to stay super intentional um, with them and how it, Beth, if you how had it to find that you have to delegate tasks a lot more to make sure that they get complete because of your bounce back factor. Does that make sense when I say that? Yeah, I think I've, I mean, right now I've, I'm pretty out of the day to day and the stuff I'm working on is not stuff that anybody else is working on. So, okay. um, I don't, you know, I delegate to a certain degree, but the, some of the stuff I'm working on now is not really anything so I because of the negative side of my bounce back factor i have to do that mm -hmm. you know i have to because as i said i can be very emotionally charged i see the vision for it here it comes but then the the curse of my bounce back factor is the next day that's not as big of a deal to me but yeah. it is a big deal to the agency right yeah. so as a leader i have to be aware of that but as you said you're not de develop. You're not in the operational part as right. much. Neither am I. So I have to make sure, though, that they understand that that's just as important. And it's and it's unique to find that that uh, that that personality that works well with you to be able to carry that same energy forward. As mm -hmm. opposed to me, I'm on to the next thing the next day. As far as finding a vision and casting it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I can I can definitely re relate to that. I think the thing that I've always said to my team as I need you to help me make sure that these specific things are finished. Boom. Yeah. So like even today, before I jumped on with you, I had um, a commercial lender that is a referral partner of us send someone over yesterday. Um, quotes are done this morning. And I realized in looking at my day, I'm like, I know that I want to be the person that sends this out. And because it was directly sent to me it's and tough. I- but I also realize that it's more important actually that this person gets the stuff in their hands than it is from me. And so I, you know, before I said, hey, Caitlin, will you make sure you get this out? Because I'm just realizing I'm going to cog the wheel here. So, mm -hmm. yes, in that respect, for mm -hmm. sure, I do. And it, and I, they know how I work. And so it's that protect, it's covering your weaknesses, right? It that, is, that's exactly and, right. Yeah. And so they'll, they know <laughs> That I and I've said to them multiple times, like, here's here's this. So we're, we're working on this project. So will you just make sure I need you to help make sure this is completed? Like, bring this all the way through end. Yes. And don't lean on. Don't expect me to lead you the rest Beth, of the way. Beth, what we are talking about, and the loyal listeners know it. We're talking to a nine, eighty to ninety percent of our listeners have this problem. 
-hmm. And I have to admit, I had this problem. And I think it comes down to a lot of things, but it also comes down to the fact that no one can do it as good as me. And this person called in specifically because the relationship I have with them, Mm -hmm. they want me to do it. And you're so right what you said, Beth. They just have a problem and they want the solution the best way possible. I'm also a very open, and I'll get your feeling on this. I'm very open with my customers about that. Like, hey, I want want you to know that I want you to have the best service, Jim. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn this over to Sarah. Sarah is the specialist when it comes to our quoting and anything billing and all that. Now, if at any time you'll have any questions, something you don't think is correct, just ask her to talk to me. It's no big deal, but I want you to have the best, right? Isn't it something like that is how you kind of deliver it? What's your little thing? Yeah, I do something very similar. What I try to do is um, put them, elevate them to a position higher than me with the experience uh-huh. that they're going to be able to deliver. So with Caitlin, I'll say, you know, hey, Caitlin is our new business manager and she is way better at quoting than I am. So we are going to let the person who's amazing at it handle it. I'm here no matter what, but you're going to, she's kind of your girl. So I will, you know, in front of them, you know, on an email or however it's coming in, communicate it. So they're on there. So they're in an elevated position. Same with service. Like I, can I service? Did I do that role for a long time? Yep. I am mm-hmm. so inefficient at it. I mean, I can muddle through, but you really don't want me servicing you. <laughs> I'm with you, girl. I am so with you. Um, you know, and it's it, loyal listeners. I want you to stop real quick because you really need to listen to what she's saying here, because this is a launch pad for your agency. That's how important this is. Um, Billy said to me years ago, loyal listeners, you know this. Billy Williams said to me, he said, Jason, the day you quit selling damn policies in your agencies, the day it explodes and it takes off. He was right. Mm -hmm. Billy said something to me um, following that that made sense. He said, Jason, you can be an owner that produces, but you can't be a producer that's an owner. You shouldn't be any, but if you got to do both because you, you're a small agency, maybe you're wearing many hats, there comes a point in time you're either a producer that's also an owner, which he says you should not do, or you are an owner who also does some producing because the owner at the end of the day still takes care of certain accounts. Let's just be real about yeah, that. For sure. But I love what you said. And, you know, when Gary V says, double down on your strengths and forget your weaknesses, I think we forget sometimes, Beth, that what you said is what he means as doesn't mean forget them. There still need to be done, but hire somebody that that fills those. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is something the loyal listeners really need to hear. That's why I wanted to talk about this bounce back factor, because there's good and bad to this, you know? Yeah, for sure. I think yeah. it's typical of anyone that like visionary, more visionary type of people are going to run into that. Yes, yeah. you're right. You're right. You know, I get to the bottom of it. And what made me visionary? You know, what made me just not like to do that process driven stuff? And I got people in my office who just love it. And I, mm-hmm. I just think they're weird. Right. And, and that's why I love them. But I don't know what made it to me. I don't know if it's the way I grew up. I always look at different business owners and you, there's always one of them. Right. I'm either usually getting the process driven director of operations partner or I'm getting the visionary partner. Um, and they all have the same things. Travis and I are that way. Um, do you have any partners or are you 100% owner, Beth? I'm 100% owner. 100% owner. Plan on staying that way? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Either wrong or right. Just curious. Just curious. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. All right. Well, Beth, I mean, do you have anything else you want to say? I mean, I think uh, I really didn't want to keep this too long. And I think we delivered a nice little power punch, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. I think we talked about some things that we normally hadn't talked about. And I think that's what we try to do for the loyal listeners. Anything you want to say, wrap it up? No, thanks for having me. It was awesome to connect with you. And I love listening to your podcast. And I just think it's so fun to hear stories and perspectives. And, you know, mm -hmm. hopefully I was able to inspire some, you know, new, new thoughts for people. It is. It is. It is. New thoughts for people, but new thoughts for minority of the women in this industry and the mm -hmm. greatness that they're going to bring to it. Right, Breath? Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think that that's important, right? I think we should bring on anybody, regardless of skin color or gender or whatever. But I think we need to make no bones about the fact that minorities of gender and race are making a huge impact in the way that this industry is going. And because it's so dominated by the male stale and pale, the guys sitting in the back room with the big stogies, right? You know, <laughs> I think that get, getting people like you and getting uh, people like Teresa Kitchens and all kinds of other people, please, uh, I apologize if I've left you out, but getting you and giving you guys the spotlight. I always said a long time ago is that my voice, my, uh, the, the goal of my podcast was give a voice to those who have no voice. I'm not saying you have no voice, but I think sometimes in a male-dominated industry, it's important that your voice ring louder than everybody else's because it's only going to make us better. It's mm -hmm. really, truly only going to make us better. So thanks very much for being the yeah. visionary and being awesome, Beth. Oh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And thanks for listening to the podcast. You don't have to do that. Shucks. <laughs> you know. But anyways... <laughs> You know, but if, if for all you loyal listeners, keep in mind you can go to the Insurance Podcast Network, the Insurance Podcast Network, because now we have nine shows out there. And I'm just going to tell you, we're actually going to have 10 shows because guess who we are getting ready to add to the network? Teresa. Kitchens is going to be bringing her podcast over to the network, and she's excited about that, and so are we, um, because it's a way that we can amplify her voice and the people she brings on. It's been over seven years that we've created this huge, huge group of loyal listeners, you listening, and now it's time to be able to bring more microphones into that group. You may not like me, but you like James Jenkins, Agency Freedom. Awesome. Listen to James. That's completely great. But be sure to find out who you are. Beth, wrapping up with this, uh, um, leaders are readers. You're a reader. So I know mm -hmm. uh, you're a leader. So I know you must be a reader. What are you reading mm -hmm. right now? Oh my gosh, this book, it's called Never Lose a Customer Again. Really? Yeah. And I can't even remember who it's by right now, but it is so good. We can it Google is it. So, so good. Yeah, it has so, a black so good. cover with red writing. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I'm going to have my team start reading it with me. So, loyal listeners, I have her um, on video, and I just got to tell you, when she said the book was good, like, her eyes got big. Like, her <laughs> eyes were like, it is really, really good. So, I want you to remember that. What was the name of it one more time so we can check it out? Never Lose a Customer Again. Okay. I think I might have heard about that, but I haven't heard about that in a long, long time. So, yeah. last question, though. Maybe you and your boo watching Hulu, spending your time Amazon Prime where you get your kicks, maybe Netflix. What are you watching when you're vegging out, when you're going <laughs> and you just need to relax the brain? Well, okay. So, two things. First is I literally do not watch TV. I mean, maybe I end up seeing possibly an hour a week. I, I just, I intentionally stay away from it because I think it just fills your mind with crap but anyway but i will tell you my husband has been watching this new show that's um 
it is like they it's all about logging <laughs> so it's like people who log and then get the trees down and put it on the trucks and the whole process of it and bringing it to the mill anyway that's that's what's been on our TV when I yeah walk, yeah walk I know and that's what I'm talking about though that's what I'm talking about you never know sometimes we have some avid a lot of people that come on and I think we all feel the same way we don't watch much TV but if I need to lay down for 20 30 40 minutes before I go to bed I'll be like yeah what do I got but it doesn't take me long to get off because it's just so blah you know mm-hmm. and then I'll mm-hmm. also start my fading off into the vision of my agency you know yes. and then now my brain's going and I'm like Jason you got to just go to bed just go to bed dude yeah so, yeah yep, I can relate to that <laughs> yeah well uh, appreciate you coming on once again. Really, really, truly do. Loyal listeners, you know I do what I do it for you. Um, this day, this today has been Beth DeLaForest. Did I say it right? Yes. I said day the first time because I'm from the Midwest and I'm from the Southern. And you know what one was funny real quick, Beth? I was in um, uh, Wisconsin uh, when I was in my mid-20s and I was doing some speaking there. And I spoke for like two days, right? And I spoke in a session for the big eye. And then the next day um, I was speaking and about halfway through this guy raises his hand and he says, Jason, I just got to tell you, he says, if you're going to keep saying the state you're in, it's not Wisconsin, it's Wisconsin, dude. <laughs> and I was like, I said, man, you got to say it again. I didn't hear the def- difference, but a lot of us say, hey, I live in Wisconsin. That's just how, well, they don't say that. That's what we say. Like, hey, I'm going to Wisconsin. It's not like West, it's Wisconsin. W-I-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-
carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.